Amen. Welcome to everybody tonight. If you're a guest, we welcome you. If you're watching us online, we welcome you. At the beginning of the service, I felt fairly confident in what I have. As of now, I'm a little bit unconfident. But if I err, I will err trying. I've said it. I probably will keep saying it until I believe we have passed it. We are at a pivotal moment. You guys can go ahead with those. We are at a pivotal moment. I shared yesterday, I received a text from Brother Ryan near, I think Friday, at that text, there was confirmation in that text of what's going on. I haven't had any communication with him. I feel like God confirmed last Sunday night by the move of His Spirit what I shared as where we're going, where we're doing. Somebody said it to me in an email this week. I didn't really, you didn't really say anything new or different. That was said in a positive way, and I agree. Because I don't think we've been off track the last 20 years. (laughs) I think we've been waiting on some timing of some things. We've also been learning some things. And we're in the will of God, the plan of God. If you were not here Thursday night or you were unable to be here Friday night or yesterday, I highly encourage you to listen to the messages from Brother Gleason. I believe they were perfectly in line with where we are and where God is taking us as a congregation and how we're going to get there. So I have to tell you, is in light of last Sunday night, in light of what I feel like God's doing, part of me, I guess my flesh feels like coming in here with just, you know, we need another rah-rah, woo-hoo, motivational furthering of direction message. But I feel something very different. For tonight, and again, I'd rather miss trying than miss because I didn't. So, here we go. Revelation chapter 21, <clears throat> verse number 1. Revelation 21 and verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem. Someone say New Jerusalem. Coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice 
out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe. What, what tense is that? What, what tense is that? God shall, future tense, wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be, what tense is that? There shall be no more death, neither sorrow, neither crying, neither shall there be. Neither shall there be. Neither shall there be, future tense, any more pain, for the former things are passed away. There shall be none of these things because the former things are passed away. If you don't get it, we are currently living in the former things. I want to preach to you. I will explain some of you. More than likely, depending on your age, as soon as I say my title, you will need no explanation. Some of you, it will mean very little too, so I will try to quickly help you out in a moment. I want to preach to you tonight, and I believe, if I, I'm not trying to be melodramatic or whatever, if I have not missed it, God is going to move into this place in a very personal way. I want to preach to you tonight. My title is hashtag no filter. Hashtag no filter. God, I know your presence is in this place tonight. I know your spirit is in this sanctuary I know, I believe, God, that every single time we gather together, you have a purpose. We may not always pursue you enough to find that purpose. We may not always give ourselves enough to get to that purpose. But, God, on your part, there's always a purpose. There's always a plan. And, God, I trust that tonight... What I believe your purpose is, first of all, that that is correct in my discernment, but that you would move in a deep, special way, God, in this sanctuary tonight. That a divine work of your Spirit would be done in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We are going someplace. We're not going to go someplace. We are going someplace. But if I could borrow from the military, our goal in going there is no one left behind. The goal is not to get there and leave behind unnecessary casualties in the process. If you look at my title and it means nothing to you, you probably are in your 
mid to late 40s or better. Or if you're older than that and you understand it, you probably have teenagers. Hashtag is better known to us older folks as a pound sign. You tell the young people a pound sign and they want to know what are you talking about. But it's basically a way of kind of fitting stuff on social media into a category. Kind of groups it in there. That's a really, really basic. So that's what that's what hashtag is about. But no filter is more often than not used when someone takes a picture, probably most commonly of a sunset. And they will put on that picture, hashtag no filter. What that means is you are seeing things as they are. It is absolutely amazing what you can do with a photo simply on a smartphone now. What used to be done through a program on a computer, you can now do with a basic app on a phone. So it's kind of common that you add filters to a picture that gives it a, a unique look or a certain look. So when you say no filter, what you're saying is you're seeing the, the, the natural, the real, the true. This is not modified. This is not edited. This is, this is as it is. I'll give you the punchline of my message and then expound on it ever how long that needs to go. I've come tonight with a burden for some people to take off your filter. And what I mean by that primarily is the filter you're trying to portray to everybody else. If you wouldn't, I hopefully won't offend you by doing this. I'll let a couple of contemporary Christian music artists communicate very well what it is I feel like the Holy Ghost wants to say and do here tonight. In the words of Mandisa, why you got to act so strong. Go ahead and take off your brave face. Why are you telling me that nothing's wrong? It's obvious you're not in a good place. Who's telling you to keep it all inside and never let those feelings get past the corner of your eye? You don't need to run. You don't need to speak. And I'm reading. Baby, take some time. Let those prayers... Let those prayers, I love this line, I love this line. Let those prayers roll down your cheek. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you should have been there when I, boy, we've taken a crazy turn, haven't we? <laughs> it may be tomorrow you'll be past the sorrow, but tonight it's all right, just cry. I know your Sunday songs, a dozen verses by memory, yeah, they're good, but life is hard and days get long. 
You got to know God can handle your honesty. You got to know God can handle your honesty. You got to know God can handle your honesty. So feel the things you're feeling. Name your fears and doubts. Don't stuff your shame and sadness, loneliness and anger. Let it out. Let it out. You don't need to run. You don't need to speak. Baby, take some time. Let those prayers roll down your cheek. It may be tomorrow you'll be past the sorrow, but tonight it's all right. Just cry. Just cry. It doesn't mean you don't trust him. It doesn't mean you don't believe. It doesn't mean you don't know. He's redeeming everything. You don't need to run. You don't need to speak. Take some time. Let the prayers roll down your cheek. It repeats in the words of mercy me. They say sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. And right now, Right now, I'm losing bad. I've stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be all right, but right now, oh, right now, I just can't. It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down, but what will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? I know you're able, and I know you can, Save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. They say it only takes a little faith to move a mountain. Well, good thing, a little faith is all I have right now. But God, when you choose to leave mountains unmovable, oh, give me the strength to be able to sing, it is well with my soul. I know you're able and I know you can save through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. I know the sorrow and I know the hurt, but we'll, would all go away if you just say the word. But even if you don't, my hope is you alone. That, my friend, is no filter. That's no filter. And I believe I preached to some people tonight that you are trying so hard to be strong and in the midst of the overarching ministry and, and move of God that has taken place, you're trying to suck it all up and be strong. But I've actually come to tell some folks tonight, you just need to cry a little bit. I preached to some people tonight that you're in this place struggling with some why questions when you know what God can do and you know what God has the power and the ability to do it. But why isn't he doing it? Or I know I'm preaching to some people. I know this in the flesh. I'll just be honest. But I believe there's some here based on what I feel in my spirit. I preached to some people tonight that you have believed God has done some things for you. But now it seems like it's... It's been reversed and it's not that way anymore. And you're trying to have a filter. 
But I've come to tell you in the Holy Ghost tonight, I believe God has ordained this night for there to be a moment for some folks to just let down some walls and go ahead and be real and honest for a few minutes that in the midst of all of the excitement and faith of what God is doing, I just got to say, I'm struggling some. I, I, I hope this doesn't bother some of you by acknowledging this, but I, I've, I've been to every home, Navy home game this year. I think that's four or five games. In all five of those games, I have sat within two to three seats of the same seat. A couple of those games, the exact same seat. In September... Interesting thing. I don't think it's always this way, but it was this year. And every game, every home game started at 3.30 this year. In the past, I think some have started like at 12.30, but every game started at 3.30. And the seats that we sit in, they're on the visitor side of the field, and they are directly facing the sun. And you either need sunglasses or a hat if you want to see the game in September. Because the sun doesn't go down until almost the end of the game. In fact, it's still up, if I recall correctly. I sat there in September in a short sleeve shirt and a hat. And by the time I got up to leave, my back was soaked from perspiration. Every game... So far this year, prior to yesterday, that was basically the case. I sat with a hat, I sat with short sleeves, and I sweated. The last game or two before yesterday, the sun would be down by the end of the game, but it was still warm enough that it was still kind of hot. I was sitting there yesterday, and as I was sitting there, by the second half, the sun was down. Starting at the beginning of the game, there was no sweating. I think it was about 40 degrees when the game started. And when the game ended, according to the Weather Channel app, it was 35 degrees. My waist up was comfortable. My legs down were miserable. I said it this morning, every now and then I kind of had to use my hand just to make sure there was still something on the end of my body because I couldn't feel it. I had this revelation. I sat in the same seat for almost the same exact period of time five different times. Yesterday, in 35-degree temperature, when the sun was down in about an hour and a half after the game started, I was in the exact same seat that at the beginning of September I sat there with a hat because even at 5.30 and 6 o'clock it was still hard to see because of the sun sweating. My position never changed. My location never changed. But the circumstances around me changed. 
I've come to tell somebody tonight, it does not matter how spiritual you may be. Doesn't matter how spiritual you may get. Seasons change. There was nothing wrong with me yesterday sitting there. Well, um, let me rephrase that. (laughs) I was going to say there was nothing wrong with me yesterday sitting there in 35-degree temperatures. I would venture to say maybe there was something a little wrong in my head to be sitting there in 35-degree temperatures, but that's not my point. I hadn't done something wrong. I wasn't being punished for something. The seasons shifted. I was in the same spot as I was a couple of months ago, but now it was dark and cold. I'm preaching to some people tonight, I believe, that you're not back in September, but you're in November. You're in the right location. You're in the right spot. But it's kind of dark and cold right now. And that's okay. And it's okay to be honest. I I I just got to tell you, I I I'm I, I've said this before, and I mean this with all respect. I I respect Bishop. I respect my dad greatly when I hear him say that he never, a couple of years ago, and what him and my mother went through with her cancer, that he never asked why. I appreciate. I respect that greatly. But I got to tell you, I'm not there yet. And I've never gotten an answer to the question, but I tell you, sometimes I just feel better asking. And, and, and I got it at the end. I, I got it in my notes. Get, I was going to read it at the end. I'll just say it now. Jesus hanging on the cross. Jesus hanging on the cross said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I, I, I believe I preached to some people tonight that you've been asking God why and you're, you're just not getting it. You're just not understanding why. It's frustrating when you know and believe what He can do, but for some reason, He's just not doing it. Well, the context, the reason I started with those verses is because there will be a day that He shall wipe away all tears. There will be a day where there shall be no more pain. There will be a day where there shall be no more suffering. But the reality of it is today is not that day. That's the day we are looking and living for. But today is not that day. We are living in the former things. And I've come tonight. I appreciate you dancing through the pain. I appreciate you worshiping through your suffering. I appreciate you putting on a good filter. And sometimes because of responsibilities, you've got to do that. But I just believe in the Holy Ghost tonight that God wants some people to take at least a moment and take off your filter and just be open and transparent and honest with him I read it in the songs it said he's not going to be bothered by your honesty but you got to be honest 70 74 times 74 times in the psalms you will find the word Selah 
74 times. 74 times in the Psalms you will find the word Selah. I thought somebody just kind of came up with this on their own, but actually if you read the Amplified Bible, it says it in there. In parentheses, the Amplified says with regards to the word Selah that it means pause and think about that. That's that's fine. Obviously, if they put it in that Bible, I trust the accuracy of that. But I got to tell you, in the purest context of the word Selah, it is not pause and think about that. Because the Greek, excuse me, the Hebrew word Selah means this according to Strong's. It is the suspension of music. It is a pause. And it's not a, oh, stop and think about it. And again, the Amplified says that, so there must be some validity to it. Okay, but that's not the purest sense of what it is. Thayer's says it's a technical musical term probably showing accentuation, pause, or interruption. There, and so what it was when you see it in the Psalms, you're looking at music. And when the writer put the Selah in there, he was saying at this moment there is to be a pause. There is supposed to be an interruption. I think there's too many times that we ignore the Selahs that God puts in our lives and we're too busy rushing on to the next line and the next verse and we miss that God designed into the music, into the music of our lives there was supposed to be a pause, a moment of rest. Oh, Jesus. Listen to Psalms 3. It's got it in there several times. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help in, for him in God. That's some, that's some pretty discouraging lines right there. And at the end of verse two, there is a Selah. There is a pause. There is a pause in the music. There's a pause in the song. And then we transition to the next verse. But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. Selah. Don't just think about that, but pause for a moment and let something settle in. Pause for a moment and let something be put into your spirit. I laid me down and slept. I awake for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. Pause, be still, hold on, stop moving. There's a song, if it's your favorite song or if it's one of your favorite songs, I probably have songs that you don't like. 
So let's make a deal. You don't get offended because I don't like your song, and I won't get offended if you don't like my song. Okay, is that a deal? Air shake on it. I heard it this morning on the way in to church as I was following my normal Sunday morning tradition listening to 88.9. Today will be the best day, the best day of my life. That's, that's, that's the song. That's the song. Today will be the best day, the best day. Can you imagine the morning after Paul wakes up with 39 stripes on his back? Having spent a night trying somehow to find some rest and relief from the pain of 39 stripes without the benefit of any modern medicine, no prescription painkillers, no medication, no ointment to put on that back like we have today, suffering. Can you imagine Paul waking up the next morning? Today will be the best day, the best day of my life. You can sing it all you want to sing it. You can declare it all you want to declare it. But there's going to be some pretty cruddy days. And there's going to be some days you can sing it all day long. But from the, from the context of that we say that, it's not going to be the best day. Because there are going to be some days where you're suffering and in pain. And things are not going the way you're hoping and believing. And that's okay. You don't have to just press through and suck it up and pull yourself up by the bootstraps and move on. God says, I've designed some moments. I've got some Selah moments for you in which I'm going to step in and I want to put something into you that you are need, in need of. I said it at Ramona Brown's funeral a couple of years ago. God is good. God is good, but sometimes life stinks. God is good. That's settled. But there's a lot of times that life's pretty cruddy. And there's a lot of times I'm just not understanding what's going on. Jesus, I believe, had an understanding of what his purpose was. And I think he had an idea of why he was on that cross. But he still said, God, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? I believe there's some people in this place tonight that you are doing your absolute best to be what God has called you to be. And you're doing your absolute best to do what God has called you to do. But for Right now, for tonight, you just, you just need to cry a little bit. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm here. If I'm missing it, I might as well just nail the the nail through the wall, missing it because can't go back now. I don't believe it's the will of God for us to just press on and march on as a church into victory and where God's taken us and some of you become casualties along the way because in the midst of what God is doing and in the midst of what we can feel God doing and in the midst of what we can see God doing. Brother Gleason said it this weekend and I believe it wholeheartedly. It's not about numbers. Numbers are definitely not the major thing. We do use them in some ways for some benefit 
benefit. And this morning at Arnold, without it, it, it was with ignoring a couple of special services like Easter and All Nations Sunday. This morning in Arnold and a regular service, we had our highest attendance since I've been back leading Arnold on Sunday morning. That's a good indicator. That's We'll probably have 180 people next week, but for the today, that's a good indicator that something's happening. The, the tide is coming in, if you will. But in the midst of all of that, it's not the will of God for individuals to become casualties along the way. Because as we're celebrating the victories that we may be having corporately, some of you are struggling to somehow rationalize some things that are going on in your life right now that you just can't understand. You've got a great filter on. Everybody around you thinks you're so awesome and doing so great. And on one hand, I commend you. But on the other hand, again, I believe that we are in a moment tonight that if I am in the Holy Ghost at all, and if I have not missed it, then we are in a moment tonight that God has ordained for some of you to take off the filter and take off the persona and try, quit trying to make everybody think everything is okay and just go ahead and not only between you and Jesus, but because you're with the rest of us just go ahead and be real and acknowledge I'm struggling right now on one hand I'm believing but on the other hand I'm struggling on one hand I'm excited but on another hand I just can't figure some things out I got these chairs up here I know it's <laughs> it'd have to really be God at this moment in time but I got these chairs up here in hopes that at some point this evening there's some of you that are going to be willing that no matter what anybody thinks you're going to stop caring about that and you're going to be willing to take off your filter and you're going to come sit up here and sit down for a moment and allow God to put something into you tonight. Jeremiah chapter 8 for the sake of time I'll just read it to you if you don't mind from the message Bible. Jeremiah 8 verse... It's kind of hard to tell because it groups a bunch of verses together, so I'm starting somewhere after 18. He <laughs> says this, The crops are in. The summer is over. The crop. We've had harvest. Woo! God's done some great things. We're seeing some good things happen. But for us, nothing's changed. I wonder if somebody's got the guts enough to admit right now, Brother Wright, you're talking about these pivotal moments and what God is doing and where we're going as a congregation and great things are happening. But hello, right here, this address, nothing's changed. Oh, hallelujah. We're still waiting to be rescued. I hear what you're saying from the pulpit, brother, right? I, I hear what brother Gleason's saying. I hear what brother Shara's saying. I hear what brother Near is texting. I hear what brother Shelton is saying. But for right, for here, for me right now, I'm still waiting. I got my white flag. Everybody else says God's here. Everybody else says God's doing something. But as for me, I don't see it. I don't feel it. I'm not experiencing it. We're still waiting for 
to be rescued. And God says this, God says this, for my dear broken people, I'm heartbroken. I weep seized by grief. Are there no healing ointments in Gilead? Are there no healing ointments in Gilead? Isn't there a doctor in the house? So why can't something be done to heal and save my dear, dear people? It is not. I may offend somebody with this, and I'm sorry if I do, but it's not the will of God for us to reach Anne Arundel County and PG County and Queen Anne's County and reach into Washington, D.C. and reach into Baltimore while people sit in this house service after service, week after week, broken in pain, suffering, and God saying, cannot my own people get healed? You can help the stranger. You can help the sinner. But what about my dear, dear people? I've come to declare tonight, there is a balm in Gilead. And it's not just for the sinner. And it's not just for the backslider. But it's for people who sit here service after service after service after service and God tonight has ordained this evening I declare there is there is a bomb there is a bomb in Gilead I need some more chairs. I need some more chairs. Notice, notice, God's not just concerned about the sinner who's never known. God's not just concerned about the sinner who's never heard. Is there not a bone? Is there not a healing ointment amongst my people for my people? I'm not, I'm not promising you tonight that God's gonna answer why. I can't tell you tonight that God's gonna fix it all. But what I can believe I can tell you is if you'll just take the filter off and if you'll just be honest and open with him at the very least he's going to draw near as only he can do and wrap his arms of love and comfort around you and pour in pour in the balm (laughs) I appreciate those that have come. And if that's all that comes for the rest of this service, that's fine. But I don't think that's all the Holy Ghost is trying to reach here tonight. I don't think that's all the Holy Ghost is trying to reach here tonight. Somebody needs to let your prayers just be your tears tonight. <laughs> 
You may not know what to say. And you might actually be afraid to say something because you don't know what's going to come out. You're afraid what you might actually say. So if nothing else, why don't you just be vulnerable and let those tears as an expression of the cry of your heart tonight roll down those cheeks. There's a balm. There's a balm. I believe there's a balm in Gilead. I'm thankful for the blood that will wash away the sins of the sinner. I'm thankful for the waters of baptism that the sinner can get into and have their old man buried in Christ or rise in Christ as a new creature. I'm glad for all of that. I'm so thankful for that. But there's still got to be power in His blood and power in His Spirit for those of us that sit here Service after service, week after week, month after month, year after year. Please, please take, take off your filter. Take off your filter tonight. Would you take off your filter tonight and just be real? Would you take off the filter of perfection and the, the filter that shows that everything's good for you? And would you just be real tonight? Would you be willing to be honest and vulnerable tonight? Oh, you don't have to act so strong. You don't have to act so strong. You don't have to live with your brave face. You don't have to live with the facade that you've got it all under control. I think I'm preaching to some people right now that you still haven't gotten out of your seat because you're too afraid about those that you minister to. What are they going to think, Brother Wright? If I get up and come down there and say I don't have it all together, what are they going to think? Are they going to respect me? And I tell you, they're going to respect you even more for your honesty. You can't minister to the vulnerable needs of somebody else if you're not willing to be vulnerable yourself. You can't expect somebody else to take their wall down their walls and let you in if you're not going to take down your walls and let him in. Some are already doing it for anybody that might be feeling it but hesitant. If you feel led to pray for somebody up here, you're welcome to do that. As long as you're not doing that to escape doing what you need to do for yourself. You can come pray for somebody else as long as you're not just trying to ignore what you need to do for yourself. Oh! 
Come on. I know. I realize we've taken a 90 degree turn in this service. I know we've taken a hard turn. But I believe every part of this service has been divinely orchestrated by God. I don't think any of it's been by accident, but it's all on purpose. Oh, God, I believe tonight that there is a balm in Gilead for your people. We're not here to just be the hope for the world. We're not here to just be the hope for the sinner. But for the saint who sits here week after week trying to put on a brave face, trying to put on a strong face, God, you're here for them as well. You're here for us. I know this is a very sensitive thing. So I please, I hope my approach, I hope the way I come across is not misunderstood. I hope my desperation and desire tonight is not misunderstood. But I'm just going to tell you, I see some of you still sitting there that in my spirit, I believe God is trying to reach you tonight. I know this altar's full. I know that, but I'm not convinced. There's still some that don't need to respond. Oh. the balm in Gilead be applied tonight let the balm in Gilead be applied tonight to your people to your people God let it be applied to your people Oh, God. No filter, God. No filter, no persona. It's the real me tonight, God. It's the real me tonight, God. No facade. No fronts. It's me, God. It's me, God.
I think somebody's song here tonight needs to be precious Lord take my hand lead me on let me stand I am weak I am tired I am worn through the storm through the night lead me on to the light take my hand precious Lord lead me on somebody somebody needs to tell him tonight oh precious Lord oh precious Lord take my hand I'm weak I'm tired I'm worn out God I don't think I can make it much longer I need you to take my hand I need you to take my hand through the storm through the night I need you to lead me on I know you're a healer I know you're a deliverer I know you're a way maker I know you're a provider I believe all of those things but where I am right now what I'm going through right now God I'm just acknowledging I'm struggling I don't question who you are I'm not questioning what you can do but I'm being honest with you I just don't understand I just don't understand if you choose not to explain that's okay if you if you choose not to give me all the reasons why that's all right but I do need some grace I do need some grace God if you're not gonna fix it if you're not gonna change it like Job said I'm still gonna trust you but I do need some grace I do need some strength God it's me oh Lord standing in the need of prayer it's me oh Lord it's not my brother it's not my sister it's me oh Lord I'm preaching to people that you give week after week day after day you give you give but I believe God has orchestrated this night to give back to you oh Jesus I gotta believe tonight I gotta believe tonight that you're the great physician for your own people God I know we've got a mission. I know we've got a purpose. I know there's a lost and a dying world to reach. But I also know, God, that there's people sitting in this sanctuary tonight 
that you love and care about that are in need tonight. Hallelujah. Oh. Father. Father, as only you can do, would you apply the balm of Gilead right now? Father, as only you can do, would you apply the balm of Gilead right now? That ointment of healing. That ointment of healing. Father, Father, would you apply it right now? Father, would you apply it right now? It's me, Lord. It's me, Lord. It's just me. No front. No facade. No persona that I'm trying to create. It's just me. It's just me, Jesus. It's just me, Jesus. It's just me. It's me and my weaknesses. It's me and my frailty. It's me and my humanity. It's me in my brokenness. It's me, Lord. It's me. It's me. I'm not going to stop believing. I'm not going to stop trusting. I'm not going to stop giving. But I'm going to accept the Selah moment. A moment that you've designed. A moment of pause. A moment of rest. A moment, God, where you can infuse some things into my spirit that I'm in need of. I know you're good. I know you're right. I know you're just. I know all things work together for good. I know all that. I believe all that. I'm not going to stop believing all that. But but I've got a moment right now, God. I'm just in a moment right now where I need something. I need you to pour in. 
I need you to pour in. Caramandolo bocorre I'm not backsliding, God. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not walking away from you. I'm just in a moment where I need you to put something into me. I'm just in a moment, God, where I need something infused into my spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You're not just the healer of the broken heart of the sinner. You're not just the deliverer of the captive that's a sinner. But of your people, Lord. You're the healer of your people. You're the healer of your people, God. pray grace and peace from the Father tonight. I pray for grace and peace from the Father tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn through the storm. Through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me on. Oh, precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, Lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me on, oh precious Lord. Take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, Lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me on. 
I am weak, I am worn through the storm, through the night. Lead me on to the light. Take my hand. Precious Lord, lead me on. I'm not prepared to go as far as making it one of those nights where you get everything together and leave without saying anything. But I just feel like the presence of the Lord is still lingering in this place. And if Timothy will continue playing at least for a few more moments, whenever you need to go or want to go, you can do that. I'm not telling you not to fellowship or say anything at all in this sanctuary, but I, I do feel like this is kind of one of those nights where we just, I think there's something kind of sacred in this place right now. That I think we owe it the respect of not turning this into a frivolous atmosphere of fellowship. So whenever you want to go or need to go, you're free to do that. Oh, precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn through the storm through the night lead me on to the light take my hand precious Lord lead me on precious Lord Take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn through the storm. Through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me on. Peace, peace. Wonderful peace Coming down From the Father above Sweep over my spirit 
forever I pray in fathomless billows of love peace peace wonderful peace coming down from the Father above sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love Peace, peace, such wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my Spirit, forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. Oh, Wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray. In fathomless billows of love. Hallelujah.